This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. The great one, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Get to talk a little bit about money this morning. Number one, we get to talk about uh, money and uh, how much the uh, stock market has gone up. We have seen 12 straight days of increases. Now, yesterday, only up 27, but it is up 27, which means today we will be going for day 13, lucky 13 when we uh, try to uh, see if the stock market could go up. Now, there is going to be a little bit of news that could cause some problems with that today, and that depends on how much uh, Jerome Powell frowns or what he has to say after the uh, Fed meeting today when he will announce more than likely that we will see an increase of uh, 0.25 basis points to the uh, Fed rate. Yeah, you know, the really good stockbrokers just pay attention to his body language and, and nothing else. Really. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like I said, the, the yesterday we talked about this. The .25 basis points are pretty much already baked into the stock market. So what they do is they pay attention to what he says afterwards. Is this going to be the last increase, will he say, for a while? Um, now, they don't meet again until end of September, so... Um, it's a little while anyway before they would meet to say whether or not they'll increase the uh, rate again. Uh, so that's what everybody will be looking at. That news will be announced uh, about noon today. And then we'll see if the stock market can make it lucky 13, which, by the way, is the longest continuous run in the Dow in six years. Wow. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, the other uh, news uh, when it comes to money this morning, um, bad news and good news. Once again, the uh, bad news is if you thought you were going to be a uh, multi-millionaire this morning because you won the lottery, get your ass out of bed and get back to work because uh, <laughs> nobody won. Yeah. The good news is there will be another drawing, and this time uh, Mega Millions jackpot is estimated to be $910 million. I'm going to say I, um, when it gets this high, everybody starts buying tickets again, so I'm going to guess 930 or $40 million. I, I did something yesterday that I, I rarely do, and that's I actually had a ticket for that drawing. Did you? Yeah, and I got, let's see, no numbers. Not one single, by the way, uh, the numbers, 356, 44, 61, and the uh, Mega Ball 25. My numbers all started in the 20s, so I missed the first three right away. I'll buy a ticket. I, I'm gonna, if I, I think I have to fill up with gas, so if I can remember when I fill up, I'll go in and grab myself. Some, fill your car while you're at it. Yeah. Um, jackpot uh, Tuesday night with the eighth largest lottery prize in history. Um, and that follows the $1.8 billion prize won by a Powerball player last Wednesday in California, who, by the way, has still not come forward. Yeah, somebody came forward to say they were the winner, but it turned out they weren't. Mm -hmm. And this individual uh, ended up uh, admitting she just really wanted to be on TV. (laughs) Well, I guess I guess that beats the other ways you can get on TV. Well, we got caught a bank robber today, so doesn't uh, beat it by a lot. But yeah, I suppose. (laughs) 
So anyway, next drawing will be uh, definitely over $910 million. Uh, and then if they don't get a winner, then we'll be over a billion dollars once again for the drawing uh, next week. So once you can't win unless you, you play. So if you want that one Thank in you, 302 million to one chance, then uh, make sure and get your ticket. I was talking about that, the, uh, the old cartoon that had the gambling bug that sits on your on your uh, shoulder and says things in your ear like, you can't win if you don't play. That's gambling, true. gambling, more gambling. <laughs> of course, the uh, flip side of that is you can't lose unless you play either. Yeah, you know. You get? Did, did you say, Rick? You bought, you did get a ticket, or you're going to buy get one for just? For I the will next get one. one for this drawing. I didn't for the for the last drawing. I was, uh, you know, helping my kid move to Denver. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot to buy a ticket. <laughs> what, what what were you in about? Not forgetting to buy a ticket can or I, the movie? Can I part? be honest? Yeah, my son moved to Denver to work for Southwest Airlines. And so I've been helping him over the last month try and get his stuff gathered. And finally, we were able to get him moved in, kind of, because he doesn't move in for another two weeks. He had to put his stuff in storage. He didn't tell me that not only did I need to help him drive the truck to Denver, but I also had to help him move everything out of the truck onto the third floor of a storage facility. So did my knees are still recovering. I didn't know third did they have an storage elevator? facilities have third floors. Yeah, they have third floors. Yes, they had a elevator. Oh, good. However, the elevator was broken, smaller than the size of a regular elevator, and not the kind of thing where you could like put a mattress in, oh, or great. box spring, or a couch or chair. So if you had any <laughs> of those things, you're marching the stairs, which were you know big. Nice wow. and spacious. Do you get a um, deduction if you have to go up to the third floor instead of the first floor? No, you don't get anything. Wow. You get a thanks for playing. You're stupid. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. It well, did. Good, it good. did, incidentally. Yeah, it I, really did. I, I can see. The, the good news is you probably have to go back and help him move out in two weeks, too. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, peace out, kid. Good job. Um, the other thing that we'll uh, keep an eye on coming up this morning as far as the Dow, and uh, Dow right now, futures are up about 26 points. So, I mean, we got 45 minutes before the uh, opening coming up here, uh, or I mean, a little over an hour and 45 minutes. Um, but the uh, Teamsters and UPS came to an agreement yesterday to avoid a massive strike that uh, could have caused a lot of problems with supply chain because there were going to be 340,000 UPS workers who were uh, just going to, you know, drop their boxes and say, hey, if you're going to order from Amazon or any place else, good luck until uh-huh. the uh, strike gets over. But they made an agreement yesterday um, that gets uh, big raises to uh, everybody who drives their trucks. Um, so if you're a UPS driver, you're going to be a little richer today, too. You're going to be Little Richard today? That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, $21 an hour. Uh, go The part-time drivers even go to $21 an hour. Huh. And uh, it sounds like some of the things that they complained about, air conditioning in trucks, which if you're driving in Phoenix or a hot city like that and you don't have air conditioning in your truck. You're in trouble. I, I probably would have quit a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's hot, sweaty work, jumping yeah. in and out of that truck to deliver stuff and heavy boxes anyway. Uh, but good grief. I mean, that just seems like, you know, common decency to put an air conditioner told you about a in a truck of, in those hot places. A friend of mine about 1990 uh, got a job offer. Pixar Day at Sea is back on Disney Cruise Line. Mm. And uh, 
it wasn't for Disney Cruise Line because it was in Phoenix and they don't go there. But <laughs> um, he got a job offer about 1990 to go down to Phoenix, and he took the job, arrived on July 1st. He moved back on July 31st because he said, uh, couldn't, well, couldn't, couldn't stand it. Let me quote. Well, he was a radio guy, and he said, I reported on 29 murders in the 31 days I was there. <laughs> he says, uh, some people uh, flashed their gun at me at a um, at a, uh, a stop sign or at, at a, an intersection. And let's see what else. Oh, uh, uh, the big one was, I've never chafed this much in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so he came on back. KBOI News Time 615. By the way, our phone lines are open this morning, 208 336 3700, pound 670 in your Verizon wireless. If you uh, want to take part in the show, it's always encouraged. Right now, it's time for our first check on what's going on with sports this morning. Once again, it is brought to you by Pork Belly in Cuna, the place to go if you're looking for a delicious breakfast. Hip drips and coffee drinks, you can do that and go through the drive through without even having to get out of your car. Get into Pork Belly here in about 45 minutes when they open up. We complained last night that we didn't get to watch this game. Uh, the Mariners taking on the Twins last night. Mariners down most of the game, then uh, got a little help late in the ball game. The pitch to Julio. Swung on, lifted, right field, back is Kepler, he's looking up, and it is gone! Julio has gone deep for the second time in the game, and we are tied! A massive home run for Julio, over the big wall in right field, a brand new ball game in Minnesota, 6-6! Six to six. Julio getting it done, the call on Cairo Radio. Julio Rodriguez, who has not been traded by the Mariners yet, who, you know, would be smart not to do. <laughs> I'm not, gonna I'm not trying Julio. to create any controversy, Stop sorry. Stop uh, it. <laughs> that was in the eighth inning, but in the ninth, they got this. The one-two. Swing a ground ball, quickly skips past Castro at third base and into left field. Marlowe is in to score. Wong right behind him. He crosses home plate. Two runs in. J.P. Crawford is into third. A. Eugenio Suarez with a two-run go-ahead double. And the top of the ninth inning, and the Mariners find themselves in front for the first time tonight. Eight to six in front of the Twins. And they would go on to beat the Twins by a score of nine to seven. Yeah, I was Here's what that does. Really it, disappointed, by the way. I'm sitting there following that on my phone down 4-0 and 6-2 and get home later. And Wow. Hey, look that at that. Happen. Hey, the Mariners back above 500. Seven and a half games out of first place because the Rangers have not been playing terrific lately. Uh, so the Mariners, 51 and 50. They are seven and a half games and still in it in the American League West. It's so you're all saying tight. there's a chance? I am saying there's a chance. Will they be sellers or buyers before the deadline is yet to be known? The biggest story in sports, though, has to do with what the Angels are going to do with Shohei Otani, whether or not at six and a half games out, they're going to try and make a run. The Astros are just one game behind the Rangers. They're going to make a charge. Uh, the Rangers may try and go get some pitching before the deadline as well. So the AL West still very much in play for the Seattle Mariners at 51 and 50. KBOI News Time is 618. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI.
623, uh, once again, that is one of Train's uh, big hits, Meets Virginia. You're hearing that because coming up here, uh, another chance for you to get your tickets coming up this morning. Uh, listen in in the 8 o'clock hour, another chance to text and win, giving you a uh, chance to uh, join all of our winners so far this week. We'll be giving away tickets today and tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is the concert, by the way. Tomorrow night, Ford Idaho Center should be a great night. Uh, concert kicks off about 8 p.m. and it is an outdoor uh, concert. So, uh, once again, weather looks like it's going to cooperate. Not going to be super, super hot with uh, daytime highs only in the 90s. So, by the time concert kicks off, should be in the uh, around in the 80s. So, it should be a really good concert. And of course, they've just got a whole bunch of hits. You and I were talking off air just uh, yeah. a few minutes ago about I like that song drive by. Yeah, they I mean they could have easily been a country done, band. Done country band. <laughs> and I'm really kind of surprised that more country acts haven't remade some of their mm-hmm. some of their stuff or maybe that will be coming. But anyway, uh we will have a chance for you. Listen in. Eight o'clock hour for your chance to pick up your tickets and uh, get to go to the train concert. We also have a chance for you coming up here uh, this morning to uh, get another $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza with our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. That song Drive-By, by the way. I think that that is the only uh, song uh, mentioning a, a drive-by that's not a gangster rap. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you may be right. Yeah. yeah, you may be right. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to uh, get through this morning, go ahead and uh, do that. Want to uh, email us? You can get through uh, email, too, very easily. Chris at KBOI.com. Mike at KBOI.com. Uh, still want to weigh in on uh, the subject we talked about yesterday. And by the way, if you're just listening this morning and you missed our exclusive interview with Ammon Bundy yesterday, you can still get that uh, on our podcast just go to KBOI.com, click on uh, the podcast, and Casper and Chris show has its own podcast, and you hear, hear the uh, whole interview. Plus, we took uh, questions from uh, some of the listeners on there yesterday. Um, there were some interesting things that uh, he didn't say, but if you read between the lines, could be kind of concerning for the future. That one thing that I took away yesterday was, um, him talking about defending his yeah. property. Tried to get him to specifically say what that means. Well, he didn't. But basically, yeah. the you know what we came away with was uh, if they decide to show up and seize his property, armed, that he also will be armed, and uh, you know uh, go from there. Yeah, and I mean it wouldn't be quite so concerning maybe to people if uh, he hadn't been. Involved in what two other armed standoffs yeah. in the past? So the, the the problem with this particular one is that a court has ordered that he pay these you know people a certain amount of money or goods or property or whatever, and it's it's not the same as if somebody is stealing from you, and and you're protecting yourself. Yeah, and in, in case you missed it, I mean the the total for all the defendants in this case fifty two million dollars which mm-hmm. just seems like an exorbitant amount of fun now Ammon Bundy um his his personal total 6.2 in uh, punitive damages and uh, six a uh, little over 6 million in compensatory damages so now he, now he 12 did, million dollars he, he did schedule a payment now when do donkeys fly <laughs> um I, I i don't know if that's ever happened as of yet but like I said, I mean, if I, I, I he doesn't seem like he's you know super rich. I I don't know his finances, but I mean, if this were me, I just look at this. If this were me, 
you know, if if you wanted twelve over twelve million dollars to collect twelve million dollars from me, yeah. Um, the only way you're getting that, even if you take everything I have, what's which you're going, not, which you're not allowed to do anyway. What's, what's the going rate for a pound of flesh? These yeah, days? Um, I, I'd have to win the lottery to ever get, give you that twelve million dollars. Mm. So um, I don't know where this is going to go. What's going to happen? Uh, David Leroy, uh, former governor, f- former attorney general, and really good lawyer, was on with Nate Shulman yesterday. If you want to hear that podcast, they talked about that, what could possibly happen in the future. But if you want to get that podcast, hey, while you're listening to the Ammon Bunny interview, interview, you can also uh, get that. Just go to KBOI.com, click on the podcast, and you get both of those. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 634, uh, 66 degrees in downtown Boise, so a little bit cooler. Still going to be in the 90s today, which is uh, good news. I don't know if you can tell the difference between 95 and 100, but it sounds better, right? I know this is uh, Wednesday today. It is only Wednesday. However... We have uh, so many sweet deals, so many deals for you this week that for the first time ever, we have Wednesday sweet deals going on today. That's right. At 9 o'clock today, we have a couple of sweet deals. Now, one of them has to do with your dog. If you've been having problems with your dog, driving you crazy, can't seem to train your dog, Positive Pets will help you out. Any age, any breed, they offer both group classes and private lessons, also advanced and specialty training. Um, these trainers have helped train the Boise T-Dog for the uh, Boise f- football team, Bronco football team, and also Boise Hawks Bat Dog. You've been able to see those on uh, television. Uh, stories have been done on those. And uh, coming up, you have a chance to uh, get those deals, one of our sweet deals. Once again, all you got to do is KBOI.com. Click on the sweet deal link. We've given you lots of reasons to go to KBOI.com oh, yeah. this morning. Check out the podcast. Check out the sweet deals. Um, and then, uh, once again, those uh, sweet deals, if you don't want to wait, there are other sweet deals that are going to be uh, available for you coming up this morning. Also, the other sweet deal, if you like food, and I mean really good food, cold drinks, um, happy hours that last three hours, Land Ocean goes on sale at 9 o'clock this morning. Now, that is one, once again, we'll warn you, if you're going to go for it, go for that one first because that one's going to sell out um, probably in under five minutes. I know we told you about that last week uh, when we had our sweet deal last week. Um, but there were 250. Yeah, it took a little longer, but it did sell yeah, out. Yeah, it did sell out. It, it took about half an hour, but there were 250 of those available. Uh, Land Ocean, there's only 100, so uh, less than half. So this one will sell out really fast once again this morning. Um, but it is a special Wednesday morning sweet deal. So take advantage of that, KBOI.com. Click on the sweet deal link. And then don't forget uh, Euro Shack. And we know personally how good this was because Euro Shack, yeah. Shack brought in lunch for us yesterday. The only thing I was upset about is they didn't bring baklava uh, this time, which they do serve. And, man, that's some good stuff. So, those, did, I, did I look upset? Because I wasn't. <laughs> those are your uh, sweet deals available. Once again, special day today for two of your sweet deals. And then Euro Shack will be coming up Friday morning. Just go to KBOI.com. Click on the sweet deal link. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
Playing the, that, uh, just having a little fun uh, because Mick Jagger turns 80 years old today. Yeah. Oh my gosh, really? 80 years old. Born in 1943. Still uh, going around. They toured last year. I, I, I don't know if that's going to be their final tour or not. But The interesting at, thing is they never know either. 79 years old. Charlie, um, Charlie he West. still was dancing and jumping around the stage at 79, and yeah. I, I compare that because my mom is only a few years older, and it's like, uh, my mom couldn't do that. I mean, he could break a hip. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, happy birthday, 80 years old today. An old guy. Good for him. Yeah. Old rockers. Usually it's like we're reporting, hey, Mick Jagger died today at the age of 80. However, Not sure what that, however, what he, the cause was. He didn't. No. It's his birthday today. However, at that age, you you don't want to uh, surprise him too much when... uh, (laughs) Surprise! KBY News Time is 6.44. Phone lines open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, If you want to get through, you can also email Chris at KBY.com and Mike at KBY.com to take part in the show. Speaking of taking part in the show, time for taking part in what's going on in sports this morning with Rick Worthington, brought to you by our friends at Pork Belly and Cuna. Chef Wally there every morning very early to make uh, his deliciousness from scratch. You don't uh, know what deliciousness is until you get to the Pork Belly. Get in for breakfast today. They open up in 15 minutes. Mariners beat the Twins last night 9-7, Mike. 51 and 50. Happy about that. Congratulations. You're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. Team USA women's play tonight. Alex Morgan discussing Team USA's upcoming match against the Netherlands, a rematch of last, uh, the last time they had a Women's World Cup final was USA versus Netherlands back in 2019. We approach every game like it's the biggest game. Um, and this game is no different, uh, but we have played Netherlands historically in very important matches, 2019, Olympics, um, even before then. So... Uh, this is going to be an incredibly difficult um, matchup, um, very challenging. There's one thing that's different between this World Cup and the last World Cup. You remember the last time they had that big ongoing lawsuit about trying to be paid more? Mm-hmm. They wanted to be paid equal to what the yeah. men were. Yeah, and they had that over them as they were playing in the World Cup. This time... They only have to focus on winning. At least that's what Morgan says. Everything where we were in 2019 to where we are now um, is almost the same, but couldn't be more different. Uh, we were fighting a legal battle off the field and trying to also win over the world on the field, um, win over the world's hearts and minds and prove ourselves um, this time around. Uh, we don't have to worry about anything off the field. So once again, the... Team USA women's national team will play today that match against the Netherlands, a rematch of the World Cup from 2019. Should be a good one. Do you uh, think that uh, the people tonight, the women, will be standing and singing the national anthem since there was so much criticism that they weren't singing while they were standing 
for the national anthem last time. I mean, it's yet just to be ri- seen. Just yeah. ridiculous. You know what I would do if I were them? Just say I was humming. <laughs> I I would I would just you move can't my, see lips. my lips move because yeah. when I'm humming they don't. I would just move my lips and say I still wasn't singing. I just moved my lips. I mean, when you watch NFL or Major League Baseball players, they don't always sing along with the national anthem. I Is never that a thing? Happened. You have to do that. Yeah, I that that was the, what seems so ridiculous. I mean, to, were they to standing me. with their hand over yes. their heart? Were they, were were either, they being respectful? Some what's, of them were the standing problem? with their hand over their heart. All of them were standing at attention, and some of them were singing. But people were criticizing them because they weren't all singing, and they should have all been singing. They won the match for crying out loud. I think people are just looking for reasons to bitch. But I think they are, too. All right, KBOI News Time is 648. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Hunter Biden's moment of truth in a federal courtroom where a judge will decide whether to accept the plea deal that the president's son has reached with prosecutors. Hunter, how do you feel after taking the plea deal? Last month, Hunter Biden agreed to plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges and accept what's known as a pretrial diversion program for a felony count of illegal possession of a firearm. Typically, for low-level offenses like this, a judge would accept a plea deal. Because think about it, the two parties involved, the prosecution and the defense, have now agreed to what the outcome should be. Now, there are occasions when a judge will step in and say, this is not in the interest of justice. This is unfair in one way or another and won't accept the deal. But I think that would be unlikely. If you take the politics out of it entirely, you just talk to lawyers who deal with the tax cases or you look at the particular gun charge, they will tell you that it is a tough argument to make that somehow he's getting a particularly good deal here. Some would even say he wouldn't have been charged at all if he hadn't been Hunter Biden. It is interesting. Um, That's from ABC, by the way, this morning. I was listening to the uh, show that uh, is on from 4 or 5 o'clock here on uh, KBOI this morning, and they had uh, a prosecutor on talking about it and said, the exact opposite. If you take politics out of it, he probably would have got uh, a more harsh deal. Now, just because this has been agreed on, as as you heard there, doesn't mean the judge has to accept it when he goes to court today. Yeah, so true. he goes to court in Delaware if to find out whether or not um, the judge is going to accept this deal. If we've learned nothing else from law and order, we have learned that. Yeah. One of the points um, that they prosecutor that I was listening to on the Fox show this morning before... Um, our show, um, and actually it, it was before 4 o'clock, um, talked about the reason why they thought that this would get more and why he got off easy is usually in the gun charge case, for instance, you get charged for signing the paperwork saying that you know he hasn't done drugs or anything like that and then we found out that wasn't true but usually what happens is they don't get the gun in this particular case he signed the paperwork and he got the gun is why um that prosecutor said that they thought he was getting off more easy than a a regular average everyday person would be just because of the fact that he did get the gun i uh, as far as the tax implications and uh, the misdemeanors that he was charged for in the uh, tax fraud avoidance whatever you want to call it um i don't know uh, if i or you had enough money that you know we we tried to hide three million dollars and not pay taxes on it 
That's a, that's a lot of money, but I don't, I don't know if, if we would have said, you know what, just pay it back, pay your fine, and no jail time. I don't know. He is not expected to get jail time. I, My guess is that's not something either of us will ever have to worry that much about. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty Which is sure. A little, a little unfortunate, but, you know. Unless, of course, you know, when's the next Mega Million drawing coming up on <laughs> Saturday it, night? Who knows? Saturday? Who knows? $910 million, so getting close to a billion dollars. Yeah, you know, there's a chance. Then, then although at, at that point, it's so much money, are you really going to try and... and keep money from the government when it comes to filing your taxes because you're probably going to have a microscope uh, on you right could be yeah if you make that kind of money uh anyway uh, if you want to weigh in 208-336-3700 i think you and i are both in agreement i don't think the judge is going to do anything different do you not really no i I don't think so either i think this is gonna he's just gonna say all right here's the agreement you agreed to it go ahead it's just gonna be a deal of signing paperwork when it comes to going to court and but that does, that case does go to court today in front of the judge so judge has to sign off on it i want to talk a little bit um this morning ada county sheriff's office um have you heard recovered that body from lucky peak um mm-hmm. of the drowning on uh, sunday apparently it was a 35 uh, year old uh, father from ontario oregon who uh, jumped in to help his kids who were struggling in the water by the way his kids were wearing life jackets, and apparently they had flipped over on some inner tubes. It was He was pulling behind the boat, but they had flipped over, so he jumped into the water to try to help them out and never came up again, unfortunately. Yeah, it just all turned out wrong. Uh, sources say that he wasn't uh, a very good swimmer, um, but they recovered the body uh, late yesterday. Sheriffs had to wait until yesterday to begin the search and recovery process due to the depth the body was located. I didn't know this, that uh, because of OSHA rules, anything over 100 feet, the sheriff's office is not allowed to die for. Did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, until this yesterday. And apparently the body was uh, recovered somewhere between 170 and 200 feet of water. Wow. Um, Gene Ralston, a name who you have heard on this show before, is the person who uh, was able to bring up the body. He provided advanced sonar equipment to its assist in the discovery. He's a volunteer. He, he does this. He doesn't make any money, doesn't charge the families for this. Travels around the country, 78 years old, with his uh, equipment. He has so far found over 130 bodies not from Lucky Peak, 130 bodies from different searches really? and retrievals across the country. That's a lot of bodies. That's a lot of bodies. Um, and, and like I said, the amazing thing is he volunteers. So he does, I mean, he uses his own money to do this. He hears uh, about or people, the uh, county sheriff's office, Ada County Sheriff's Office will call him up and say, we have a body that is below um, where we can dive. We believe it's somewhere 150 to 200 feet down. Can you come get it? And he does. 78 years old. He grabs his equipment and he comes and he does it. He's done it at Lucky Peak before. This isn't the first time that he's found a body at Lucky Peak. Uh, Lucky Peak, he said, doesn't get any easier. Gets more gratifying, though, saying that he's uh, brought another family's loved one home. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Helping families in a time of need. He says, you know, when you walk up to the boat ramp and have to tell a family um, that you're bringing a loved one home, there's no feeling like it. I think that that's what drives his continued 
need to do this, according to Ralston. So any anyway, I guess the good news is even though person not alive, you do have the body. You get a, you, you do get the body. You do get some closure. Yeah, there's closure. <clears throat> there's closure there. They can bury. Yeah, what they have. And like and like I said, uh, very cool. Um, Gene Ralston, seventy eight year old volunteer, travels around the country helping people. You know, find our loved ones who end up yeah. uh, drowning. Because, I mean, the, the fact that the the Indian County Sheriff's Office is not able to go, um, you know, down below 100 feet when they are diving, they would have just had to wait for the uh, body to pop up at some time, somewhere in the future. KBLI News Time, 7.15. Time for a, uh, another check on sports this morning. It's brought to you by our friends of Pork Belly in uh, downtown Cuna. Breakfast and lunch, seven days a week. Air open at 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Don't forget, uh, looking for uh, hip drips, coffee drinks, energy drinks. Uh, you can get that through the drive-thru without even going through. Now, it's just for coffee. However, you can't order breakfast, but if you want to call in your breakfast to Pork Belly, you can pick it up through the drive-thru also. You just can't order it through the drive-thru. But if you don't want to get out of your car, there's a great way to just drive through, pick up your breakfast, coffee drinks, Pork Belly in downtown Cuna. I still think this is the biggest story in sports that we can't really report on too much because there's no movement. But, Mariners winning yesterday? Uh, oh, well, no. no that's not but the they news. did, so you got that going for you. <laughs> Talking about the Major League Baseball trade deadline. It's coming up, by the way, August 1st, 6 p.m. Eastern time, so that's 4 p.m. local on August 1st. Could Shohei Otani, the biggest name in Major League Baseball, be on the move from the Los Angeles Angels? Which of the big contenders, the Dodgers, the Braves, the Rangers, or the Giants, will go all in to boost their chance of winning a World Series this year? Well, the the trade deadline isn't far away, but the Angels say they haven't made any decisions on whether or not they'll move Otani or not. This is the last year of his contract. It doesn't sound like he really wants to sign with the Angels next year. But he likes Los Angeles, so the thought is that maybe the Dodgers will try to make a move to bring him in, who would certainly be a huge draw to their ball club. It's already a big draw around the world, but I mean, the thought is, internationally, Shohei Otani is very, very big, especially in Asian communities where they really, really like baseball. So, wait and see how that happens, but again, August 1st is the deadline, and we've seen the Cleveland Browns in the NFL. Deshaun Watson speaking at a press conference as training camps are beginning. Of course, Deshaun Watson served his 11-game suspension and had to pay $5 million for his fines. You know, when I leave the football field, I can focus on studying the game and uh, not having any distractions. So that's what I'm just doing is just taking it one day at a time, uh, one opportunity at a time, and just really just cherishing that, this moment uh, as best as I can. As sad as it is, the Cleveland Browns starting training camp have already been mathematically eliminated from the NFL postseason. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just looking at stats. I'm, that's my fault. <laughs> KBUI News Time is seven seventeen. Time for the morning market report, powered by CapEd Credit Union, keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors on News Talk KBOI Boise. Jeremiah Bates with us uh, once again uh, to talk about your money yesterday. 12 days in a row. Long stretch of the Dow increasing uh, continuously in the last six years. 
however, it was only up 27 points at the close, but it was up. Um, we got some headwinds this morning now, um, eight minutes ahead of the opening. Dow futures are down 110 points. That's something we haven't seen in the last 12 days. Futures down this much before the opening. So could be some headwinds uh, today, but there was some news after the close yesterday uh, with earnings, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's, in my opinion, what's driving what we're seeing in pre-market trading thus far this morning. And the you're just seeing the big boys, the big boys that really carry the most weight, the biggest punch. They are starting the trickle-out earnings. And in, yet in this case, after the closing bell yesterday, it was Microsoft and parent company of Google, Alphabet, your trillion-dollar companies, your mega-cap stocks, if you will. And it was kind of a tale of two different stories. You had Microsoft that actually came in under, actually came in under expectations expectations, at least from the standpoint of Wall Street analysts. And really what they cite is that they're running into some rising costs of all the investments that they put into artificial intelligence. So uh, they had the they had the really step back their revenue projection for the upcoming uh, for the for really the rest of the year, the upcoming quarters. However, they did say that the uh, art the Investment in artificial t- intelligence would likely have a better impact on revenue going into the second half. So bottom line is Microsoft, they're going all in on artificial intelligence, but we're just not seeing that carry through in the form of profitability just yet. But again, it's really close to call. Now flip the script. We have parent company of Google Alphabet, where they actually outperformed in their ad revenue. So their ads business is showing resilience, even though across the board, that is actually not the case too much with their, with their peer group. So, uh, parent company of, or parent company of Google Alphabet, they're up over almost seven and a half, seven percent in pre-market trading. So, uh, interesting to see that kind of dispersion between those two different companies. You had AT&T actually beating expectations. They're up over 2% and We've also now I've I've covered what the uh, headwinds of AT and T has been seeing, but lastly, you have the consumer staple stock, the Steady Eddie Coca Cola. It's up five percent in pre market trading, and really they're. They're rising. It, there's really no uh, no mystery behind their earnings reports. They've been raising their prices on their products, and consumers are paying more for their products, which means more profitability for Coke. And if you're a shareholder of Coke, you're pretty happy right now because you're looking at about a 5% gain, at least in pre-market trading. Now, whether it'll hold up, we'll see, because we all know around the noon hour, around 1230, 1 o'clock our time, that's where we're going to see the Federal Reserve. Happy Fed Day, by the way. They're likely going to raise interest <laughs> rates. And again, and there's the, going to be the press conference, which could be a market mover. So in my in my opinion, we're going to see things hang uh, status quo up until that meeting take, takes place. And if the, he says something uh, wild or off the cuff, we could see a disruption in the market. Do you, um, I know this is just opinion, you don't have any inside knowledge. Uh, do you think that uh, they are going to announce that they're going to pause? Because I mean, from all indications, inflation is going down from yeah, you know I, the data uh, coming in. Oh yeah, you look, if you look at where we were June 2022 to where we are in June of 2023, their 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 target is 2% and that headline number came in at right at 3% last month. So, um really from the Fed standpoint, I wouldn't be I mean you really <laughs> It's hard. I would probably say they're gonna they're gonna stop and analyze the data. I don't think they're gonna be very uh, not not have much conviction around saying that they're gonna pause. But um, the employment employment picture is still really strong. So that that could be a big reason why they continue to raise interest rates. In my opinion, they really are kind. Of, they're gonna be wishy washy. They're really not gonna give a strong, steadfast opinion either way, which will still leave the. Uh, 
still leave traders kind of guessing of how they approach it in the future. All right. Uh, keeping an eye, um, even one thing that has changed, NASDAQ uh, here about 45 minutes ago was up about 60 points, now down 51. Um, so ahead of the opening, all three of the indexes are down, which is not something we've seen in the last 12 days. S&P is down and Dow down over 120 right now. Keep an eye on that at the opening. We'll get some updates from you today and talk to you again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 740, uh, 68 degrees in downtown Boise. I stand corrected on the Dow, um, you know, down 120 points um, and steadily climbing back. Uh, Dow was up 11 points here just a few minutes ago since the opening uh, at uh, 7.30. So who knows? Maybe uh, we could see lucky number 13 uh, today. 13 days in a row. That's what we're looking for on the Dow. Longest continuous run uh, since, uh, what, six years ago. Yeah. It was the last time we had uh, at least 12 days to the upside. Uh, Pro-Life, good morning. You're on News Talk uh, KBOI. You wanted to talk about uh, Ammon Bundy and that 52 million dollar civil suit that we talked about yesterday? Yeah, I do. I want to talk about it. And, uh, you know, I don't, I'm going to make some comments and uh, I hope I have enough time to, to make a point or two. Um, well, it, that's like. all up to you on how quick you are. All right. Well, Mike Tyson, say, for example, if uh, I'm in a dispute with Mike Tyson, and so they say, well, we're going to settle it in the ring. Now, I'm not going to get in the ring with Mike Tyson. <clears throat> and so if Mike Tyson has big-time lawyers and whatever, he can take whatever I have in the dispute. So if you're going to lose by going to court, <coughs> excuse me, if you're going to lose by going to court and you know you're going to lose and they, you just don't have the, uh, the ability, the money, whatever it takes to hire lawyers to defend yourself, and Holland and Hart is um, the biggest attorney firm in the Mountain West. They have about 1,000 employees. And so St. Luke's knew what they were doing when they got the highest power uh, law firm to back them up. <coughs> Sorry, I have to cough on some while. But <clears throat> so anyway, this is a uh, a splash kind of a <clears throat> kind of a thing. They're just dis- dis- destroying Ammon Bundy by putting him out of business, one way or the other. He ha- if he goes to court and defends himself, he loses. He's going to lose anyway, and. Uh, the whole establishment is behind him, and it's the one reason is because he ran for governor, and they didn't like it. The, uh, the head Republicans told him, you're not welcome in the Republican Party. He was going to run as a Republican. And so you don't challenge the establishment in Idaho. That's what the, the message is. And so um, the bad thing about this uh, federal... The CPS all over the nation, Child Protective Service, they are uh, being funded by the federal government because if they take children from parents, some of them just, some of them not just, and these children, after a year, are uh, they belong to the governments, to the state governments, then these children are uh, kidnapped. <laughs> they're, uh, <clears throat> they're put out to... Uh, Adoption, and there's a lot of money that flows from the adoption to the 
Child Protective Service and the state governments. And so uh, we're looking at a very corrupt system. And if you expose that, that the medical establishment is um, working with CPS to uh, take children away where they can have them, you know, if you uh, you have to almost flee uh, flee the United States to prevent this from happening. If if they're after you and they want to your child, and uh, they want to persecute you, that's just about what has to happen. So, uh, do you do you think uh, you know with what you said that we just need to do away with CPS and not worry about the children or what? No, of course not. That's stupid. But every child protective service. Um, case needs to be in open court all of it is done it behind closed doors and in fact um most of the established most of the uh, testimony comes in those closed um meetings and the parents sometimes of the child cannot be allowed in the room now that's corruption that's un-american that's unfair and until we reform child protective services and the money that flows from the federal government and the state governments to the um, <clears throat> health and welfare child protective service industry, we're going to continue to have these kind of disputes. All right. And, uh, Thank so. you for your call. Appreciate it. And your thoughts? Um, email in says, good morning, guys. Uh, here's my brief thought on Bundy verdict. Play stupid games with stupid prizes. That's from Brandon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Text message. I think he's written us that before. Text message. I liken the Bundy court decision this week to a prosecutor who tries to throw every charge they possibly can at someone, knowing that they may not get them all to stick, but they could get convictions on two or three. In my opinion, there is no way in hell this $52 million court decision is ever going to hold up. Really? Maybe Bundy will show for one court date. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think he will. And maybe he's maybe he's right. Maybe maybe St. Luke's, maybe the state decides not to go after him. It was enough to send the message. Yeah. You know, that's that's still a possibility too. They got they got what they wanted. Um maybe they they don't, you know, the state doesn't go after him and, you know, cause more problems. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh I don't think we've we've definitely haven't heard the end of this as of yet in my opinion. That's too bad. But I don't know what Bundy does or or the other People who were part of that $52 million lawsuit. We'd love to see him go away, though, wouldn't we? That's a leading question, I know. But, yeah, you know, I, this isn't I mean, a court of law. Yeah, I, I, I don't... Go away, what does that mean? Just to jail, or... No, I mean, just could we could we quit hearing about stupid legal things that happen with a stupid guy? Um, I there you it. go. Yeah, I doubt it. Take that. <laughs> it's time for a final check on uh, sports for you this morning. Rick Worthington here. Uh, this update brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Place to go if you want a delicious breakfast, lunch. Um, by the way, if you want to check out their menu before you go so you can start salivating, you check that out all the time at theporkbelly.com. Don't forget to follow them on Facebook, too. You can get in on some of their uh, weekly specials. All right, I'll stay in my lane. Fine, Mike. Uh, Cards and letters, by the way, uh, care of Rick Worthington at Newstock KBOI. How about some football? You know, the Hall of Fame game is coming right up. It's the 3rd of August, 6 p.m. NBC will show the New York Jets taking on the Cleveland Browns for the first game of the year, which means starting the 3rd until the end of the year. We've got football every week, my man. You pointed it out to me last night. Uh, 
The big news in the NFL has to do with the Bolts. Uh, Herbert has agreed to a $262.5 million deal to How keep him ever with live on the that? Chargers. Ah, that's a great question. There's actually quite a I, bit of signings. I would go with lavishly. The Cowboys have signed Diggs to another $97 million extension. Uh, let's see. The Texans have taken their offensive tackle, Howard. They've agreed to a $56 million deal there. The 49ers say that their quarterback, Brock Purdy, has been cleared and is ready to go. Most people thought he wasn't going to be ready for the season, wouldn't even be towards the middle of the season, but he's telling all you guys to be quiet. He's ready to go. Uh, Josh Jacobs did not report to NFL camp for the Raiders. The Raiders say they respect his decision, but he's a holdout right now. He doesn't want to play for the franchise tag. And let's see what else. Uh, the left tackle for the Giants signed a record extension as well. Lots of signings in the NFL as we get camps all underway today because the last team that didn't have camp was the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they all report today. There is there is one signing that's uh, kind of weird that hasn't happened yet. It's the only first-round draft pick who hasn't been signed. Oh, you're talking about the Seahawks again, yeah. aren't you? Isn't that weird? They haven't signed. He, the only NFL team who hasn't signed their first-round draft pick. I wonder what he's holding out for. Because they they slot those things now. I know they do. So it's like he can't hold out for more money because they're only legally allowed to pay him so much. I get that. That's crazy. It I is don't know. crazy. Come on, get in. Maybe camp. he just doesn't want to go to camp. I don't know. Well, Holding out I, for his I, own locker room. <laughs> that that I don't. He doesn't want to be hazed. <laughs> KBOI News Time is seven forty eight. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 752, um, once again, still getting a reaction from the uh, Ammon-Bundy court decision that uh, came out uh, day before yesterday. As a matter of fact, uh, we interviewed exclusively Ammon-Bundy on our show yesterday. If you missed that, I want to hear the interview. Also, took uh, listeners from uh, or questions from some of our listeners. It is on its own podcast, uh, kboi.com. Click on podcast link, go to Casper and Chris if you want to hear the uh, interview. It was kind of interesting yesterday. And like I said, exclusively here on News Talk KBOI. John from Oregon uh, calling in. Your thoughts on the uh, Ammon Bundy court decision? Well, I want to thank you guys for uh, letting me uh, have a conversation with Mr. Bundy yesterday. And, um, well, I'm, I, I think that the similarities between Ammon Bundy and Donald Trump are so, so great that I think that Ammon Bundy should be Donald Trump's vice president. <laughs> really? Yes. That, that, that could be they're, interesting. They're both liars. They're both halfway criminal. And, um, it's, it's amazing how this country is going down the rabbit hole on the Republican side of all this stuff that's going on. And it's all tied to Donald Trump. And Ammon Bundy is a typical white nationalist um, troublemaker. And I'm just waiting for Idaho to wake up. And I'm so sorry to see the great St. Luke's being uh, canned like this because I've been there. They took out my left kidney. They're great doctors. They're, it's the most... In fact, the uh, cancer center at the uh, MSD Institute is related to the MD Cancer Center in uh, the MD Anderson in Dallas. It's a fu- it's one of the finest cancer treatments in the United States. Mm-hmm. So St. Luke's is great. If you guys lost St. Luke's <laughs> Idaho, you might as well just 
Yeah, yeah we would I mean, we would only have two really big well, yeah, hospitals uh, left over if we lost St. Luke's. Because the big one in Twin Falls is St. Luke's now, and of course there's St. Luke's in Boise, there's St. Luke's in Meridian. Uh, there, there are lots of them now. It's a great institution, Sun Valley. So, uh, John, I just have to I, I just have to ask you 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 uh, say that uh, Trump is a criminal. What is uh, maybe I've missed something? What has he been convicted of so far? Well, he, he uh, damn darn near raped that woman. And um, yeah, once again, I'll ask I'll ask the same question. What has he been convicted of so far? It was sexual assault. Yeah, he, it was what, what was he convicted? Yeah, it was a civil trial. So, what, I, I, like I said, you said he's a criminal. So, what has he been convicted of? I got I got to ask because I maybe I missed it. Well, maybe you should follow what's going on with uh, Jack Smith. Okay, once again, I'm going to ask the question because you're not answering it. What has he been convicted of? You said he's a criminal, so he hasn't been he hasn't been convicted yet. He's oh, okay, it. got it. Okay, so you're predicting that he's going to be a criminal. <laughs> Most of the country does. Well, that's not not exactly true. <laughs> but thank you for the call. 50, I think it's I think you it's fifty percent. John, John, yesterday when you asked Bundy, uh, see, I thought you were setting him up for a line when you asked him, "How are you different than the crimes of uh, of Donald Trump?" I thought he was immediately going to say, "I'm not guilty either," but he didn't say it. So. <laughs> uh, thank you uh, for the call, uh, Lee Joe. We got just about uh, thirty seconds here. 30 seconds? Yep. Uh, unless you want, unless you want to hold on till after the top of the hour. you want to, Can you do it? I'll tell you what. Uh, because we've wasted 15 seconds uh, talking about, you only have 30 seconds. Uh, I'm going to put you back on hold. We'll let you talk uh, after news, top of the hour, okay? Give you a little more time. All right. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Once again, you can also email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Uh, stick around. Coming up here next, want to get yourself a uh, $50 uh, gift certificate for uh, some great food. We got a chance for you to do that from Blaze Pizza and the Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. We'll uh, get to that coming up after traffic and weather. In Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 758. couple things uh, on the way. Here in 20 minutes, we have a Blaze Pizza gift certificate we're going to give away. But also, listen in next hour. We're going to tell how you can get your train concert tickets. That concert is tomorrow night, Ford Idaho Center. And coming up in the coming hour, between 8 and 9 o'clock, you're going to have a chance to win those free train tickets. If you'd like to see a great concert, a lot of hit songs, your chance to win those tickets on the way. We'll tell you how to win those coming up here. Just about 10 minutes uh, from right now. Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Uh, brought to you by Berkshire Avenue Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Looking to uh, make sense out of this crazy market? Looking to uh, buy? Looking to sell? Maybe you're looking to do both. You want to sell and uh, upgrade to a newer home? They can help you out. And all you have to do is uh, know one phone number, 208-888-4128, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. All right, our question today. Before the 1900s, men wore suits that were always buttoned top to bottom of their suit jacket. The trend of men leaving that bottom button of their suit unbuttoned didn't start until the early 1900s. Our question today is, what specifically started the fashion trend that we now all follow of leaving that last button on your suit jacket unbuttoned? There's a specific reason. If you know the answer, stick around. Coming up, 
First person to answer that, you're going to get a chance to uh, get that $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza. Once again, Blaze Pizza, any one of the locations, Boise, Meridian, and Napa, you'll be able to uh, use that. Just be ready to call here in 20 minutes at 208-336-3700 to win. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Another big hit from Train, Drops of Jupiter. You'll be able to hear that guaranteed uh, coming up tomorrow night for Idaho Center if you're lucky enough to uh, go to the concert. Um, if you want to get free tickets, we have another chance. As a matter of fact, as promised, this hour, all you have to do is text the word TRAIN to 208-336-3700. Everybody who texts will be in. Uh, one person chosen at random at the end of the hour. We'll announce the winner, and you will get a free pair of tickets tomorrow night's uh, outdoor concert, Ford Idaho Center in Nampa. So once again, 208-336-3700, that is our text number. Text the word train, that's all you have to do, and uh, you'll be in on uh, getting a chance to win those tickets. Like I said, you'll have until 9 o'clock, so you got uh, about 50 minutes. Uh, Dow. Down 20 points. However, that's much better. Uh, it's 100 points better than it was right before the opening. Um, and the only reason we're keeping track of this is because, uh, you know, we're having a record-setting run. Uh, longest run on uh, Dow up days oh, in wow. the past six years. Um, so as of right now, down 23 points. We'll keep an eye on that. Plus, um, you'll have news later this afternoon on the uh, Fed, uh, expected to raise the Fed rate uh, by 0.25%. Um, 25 basis points. Uh, we'll find out if that does actually happen, but that's what is expected. More importantly, people will be paying attention to uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell afterwards to see what he has to say about the future and whether or not he sees any more increases coming through the rest of the year, or if he says, hey, it's still stubborn, uh, stubborn um, that could have a, a big impact on the market because he will make those announcements before the market closes right. a little bit later today. Watch his body language. Yeah, If he frowns all the way through his speech, uh, probably, uh, you know, N- not going to be a good thing for the uh, stock market. Jerome Powell's on. <laughs> How's his nonverbal today? Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, if you uh, want to get in this morning as uh, we were going to break, didn't have much time for Lee Joe, so uh, said we would carry him over to the top of the hour so he can make a comment. Still taking comments. A lot of people calling in on uh, Ammon Bundy and that uh, decision by the court earlier this week uh, between uh, everybody um, who was civilly sued? Fifty-two million dollars. Uh, Lee Joe, thanks for being patient. Um, you wanted to weigh in on the uh, verdict. Uh, yeah, first I wanted to remind folks that this uh, child who was abducted by Meridian Police was uh, his life was in danger as soon as he was taken from his mother. The reason he was having medical problems was because. Whenever you tried to give him anything but mother's milk, he would go into a four-day puking session, which is not, there's a medical condition for that. The doctor that decided to start turning people into CPS and setting appointments for people that they had to go to, and, and then Marissa was unable to make the appointment because she felt sick herself, is what started this. 
And so you're, you don't own your child, your doctor does. CPS owns your child. You don't get to make decisions. And she had gone to a long list of specialists, including lactation consultants, nutritionists, other pediatricians. And the reason this one St. Luke's doctor was involved was because he had just gone through one of those puking sessions and they needed to get him to the ER to put some IVs into him and so that they could continue, uh, you know, treating him. And that doctor says, oh, he's malnourished and you guys are mistreating him. And then within, well, I think it was within 24 hours, Meridian Police Department is taking the baby away, which is common in medical kidnaps that some random doctor just decides it's time to take a baby from, from parents. Um, so the baby's life was in danger, and I helped organize all that protesting because a child's life was in danger. And the parents have a right to make decisions for that child, especially if there is no proof that they were doing the wrong thing. This, uh, the whole lawsuit was frivolous, and normally, and, and the baby spent the next six days off and on, laying in their own vomit, unable to, and and uh, and they were unable to keep food down on the kid. And the only way it stayed alive was with the IVs. It, he came back traumatized, and uh, St. Luke's, uh, you know, was was part of the government in the government enforcement of this uh, CPS abduction. And that is what the problem is: is that there the, uh, you know, you, they just randomly say Dr. X or Dr. Y, you get to decide right now to take babies away. And that's not how things should work. That is not the right of anybody but the parents to decide who gets to take care of the baby. How do you change it? So uh, we we are working on legislation relating to that. And it is very common, actually, in the state of Idaho. I've been working on several cases since then for random person person x to come up with random complaint x and then all of a sudden it's one or two years until you see your child again or you lose your parental rights because once you're in that cps system there are federal subsidies that keep cps and health and welfare going that they get pretty massive checks for every child that gets adopted out of there right. from the federal government, and I, so, but I and I and I get that part, but we're kind of arguing about two separate things here. I get where that's what started the whole thing, um, you know, and, and I, I understand that in some instances, um, you know, it's frustrating because your your hands are tied. You you know, there was nothing that they could do there. They were going to take that child. However the civil lawsuit has to do with the protests right well when you have when you have that on background what i was just talking about then that right to protest which it's cps's actions that caused the protest and st luke's enforcing cps's actions so st luke's acted as a branch of the government in holding the child that is a first amendment protest right and i specifically gave people's rights members instructions stay on the sidewalk do not trespass on the property do not stop people from going in and out of the hospital do not obstruct the entrances just stay on the sidewalk and and be peaceful and that's exactly what we did 
Oh, it, but it was it was a, it was an inconvenience for someone in the hospital to hear this or to see that. There was a child's life in danger. And under the United States Constitution, a citizen of the United States, if they are killed, we can go to war over that. We didn't go to war. We peacefully protested, and we saved that child's life. That's what happened. And when St. Luke's gets offended by it, and when they act as an agent of the government, there's going to be protests. There's going to be outrage. And, but we have that right. When, when you decide to get in bed with the government and take as much government money as they do, you're going to have some issues with, uh, with people who have issues with the government doing what they do. And so $54 million, I guess I, I uh, in theory, owe some greater part of that. When I was in the courtroom on several occasions for, this, uh, for the uh, first parts of this uh, uh, trial, or not the trial, but the... Uh, the, the the pre-trial stuff, I told Holland and Hart to sue me, and they wouldn't do it. They only want Ammon Bundy, and that's it. And well, and, you can't say so they, they only they only want Ammon Bundy because there were you know Diego too, Diego too, and then uh, two other entities. I mean, the, yeah, Ammon's Ammon's portion of that fifty-two million dollars is only twelve only twelve million. Uh, my 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 question to you would be because it's I mean you're following this case very closely you've been in the court um, do you think Ammon Bundy made any mistakes as as far as fighting this by just saying hey I choose not to participate in the court case because um, it's, it's it seems like hiring a lawyer would be less than twelve million dollars no no that's not true in a civil action the you can you can choose not to attend a civil action. I, I see. Well, I, I know not attend, but he, he not only chose not to attend, he said okay. he chose not to yeah. participate. He had no representation. That's, that is, that's absolutely true. So when I sued somebody and I got a default judgment, you know, it was up to me to go and try and collect on a default judgment. And that's normally what happens. But what happened in this case, because it's IACI and, you know, the IACI board members and, and, and they're all in cahoots with the government, and it's, they're all judge-appointed. The judges, basically, Ayaki appoints the judges around here. So because they're all working together in this system, what you end up with is um, this, this judge decides not to enter the default judgment at 50000 which was the original uh, was the original case, decides to let these eight lawyers with open checkbooks just keep going and going and going and going and going and going because they know they're going to get paid. St. Luke's is going to pay these people at some point. All right. So they, um, they Lee Joe, keep going. Up on time. Um, thanks for your input. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, if you want to talk a little bit more about this, got some emails coming in. By the way, if you missed the interview yesterday and want to hear it, exclusive interview with Hammond Bundy and his thoughts on the uh, court case yesterday. It is on our podcast, uh, so if you missed that yesterday, uh, you can hear that. We did get uh, listeners also calling in with questions. Go to KBOI.com and click on the podcast, Casper and Chris, and you can listen to that there. We'll take a break. Traffic and weather up next. We have that $50 gift certificate on the way for you uh, for Blaze Pizza. Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question after traffic and weather. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, uh, Casper and Chris, 
Damn near impossible questions brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Call today, 208-888-4128. And uh, we've got uh, Lou is going to get first crack at our question today. Lou, $50 gift certificate, Blaze Pizza, can be yours if you can answer this question. Before the 1900s, men who wore suits always buttoned up the bottom button of their suit jacket. Do that today and uh, you get laughed at. Trend of men leaving their bottom button of their suit unbuttoned started in the early 1900s for a specific reason. So our question today, what specifically started the trend that we now all follow of leaving that last button on the suit jacket unbuttoned? King Edward VII was uh, uh, king in the early 1900s there, and uh, they'd have these um, ride their horses and they'd uh, have these riding jackets and uh, they used to butt- button them all the way to the bottom. They'd do that bottom button, but it, uh, he started um, undoing that because it's more comfortable. And uh, it, you, go um, ahead. He's dead. You can say the real reason. He was fat. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Yeah. He was. He was <laughs> too fat. He's. That's the reason why, um, because yeah. he was too chubby he to was, button that he, bottom he button. Was built a bit more like his mother than his dad. Mm-hmm. And back then, um, you know, if monarchs did something fashion trend wise, everybody started following it. So even though uh, other men who you wore know, suit um, jackets weren't chubby, they decided to start unbuttoning that bottom button too. You know, when men in America stopped wearing hats. Kennedy didn't wear one. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's cool. And the hat industry the industry has never recovered, really. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Lou. That's that's exactly right. You got yourself a $50 gift to get to Blaze Pizza. Hold on the line, okay? What you, what you okay, hear out there? What you hear, by the way, they're not booing. They're yelling, Lou. Lou. Way to go. Um, stick around. Still on the way, by the way. If you have not had a chance, or maybe you're just tuning in now this morning, we're giving away a pair of train tickets. You have uh, about 30 minutes left to text the word train. That's all you have to do. Everybody who texts the word train is going to be in on uh, the grand prize drawing. One person will be chosen at random. you got about 30 minutes to get that in. The concert is tomorrow night, Ford Idaho Center. It is an outdoor concert, but the weather's supposed to be really nice tomorrow night, probably in the 80s. Uh, by the time the concert kicks off at 8 o'clock. But if you want to win a pair of tickets, we've got a pair right now, this morning, and then one more tomorrow morning. So this is your second chance to last chance to win. Text the word TRAIN to 208-336-3700 for your chance to win. We'll take a break. News coming up here next. Also some breaking news. We're watching uh, court cases, uh, a couple of them. Um, This kind of might be a surprise case. This doesn't have uh, anything to do with the case going on in Delaware. Hunter Biden apparently is there right now finding out whether or not the plea deal is going to be accepted by the uh, judge. Um, this is another breaking news story this morning. It has to do with uh, an actor and sexual offenses being charged of uh, sex uh, assaults. We're going to give you the latest. The verdict is in. Uh, might surprise you. And uh, we'll talk about that coming up after the bottom of the hour. Don't go away. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
72 degrees in downtown Boise. It is uh, 840. Phone lines open at 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through on email, you can do that. we got some emails to get to. We will, uh, uh, of course, read those for you here in a couple of minutes. A couple of reminders for you this morning. Uh, number one, you got about uh, 17, 18 more minutes if you want to get those tickets to see Train tomorrow night. Ford Idaho Center in Nampa. Outdoor concert. Here's your chance to get those tickets. All you have to do is text the word TRAIN to 208 336 3,700 out of everybody who texts uh, this morning. Uh, we started this a little bit after uh, 8 o'clock. Um, everybody who texts in the word train will be put into a hopper, and one random person will be chosen to get those tickets. So, um, once again, if you want to do that, haven't done so yet, or are just tuning in right now, text the word train. That's all you got to do. And we'll get in contact with you. Uh, text the word train to 208 336 Also on the way in about 18 minutes, um, I don't want this to throw you off. Because if I, I, I tell you there's a sweet is deal a, coming up today. Is it, is it a bowl? You, I don't you, want that either. You might go, oh, today's Friday? No, today is Wednesday. But we have such a plethora of uh, sweet deals this week that for the first time ever, we have Wednesday morning sweet deals that will be available, same as Friday's deals, at 9 o'clock sharp. So coming up here in 18 minutes, you go to KBY.com, click on the sweet deal link. One of the uh, deals we have today is going to sell out very quickly because it's great food, great location, Land Ocean on Eagle Road in Meridian by Trader Joe's, full-service restaurant and bar. Um, they have uh, happy hour that lasts three hours long, so you can't complain there. Plus, they were uh, voted fanciest Eggs Benedict in the Treasure Valley. You like Eggs fancy. Benedict? They got fancy ones there. I haven't tried their eggs, Benedict, there. I haven't been there for breakfast. So, anyway, there you go. I have uh, never been asked, who do you think has the fanciest <laughs> eggs, Benedict, in the valley? Tastiest? Yes. Not fanciest? No. Um, also, another sweet deal. We have two of them for you today. Positive Pets Dog Training. Um, this is valued at $250, by the way. Uh, they offer both group classes, private lessons, and advanced and specialty training. If your dog uh, is driving you crazy, here's your chance to get some lessons to uh, help with your dog. Uh, $250 gift certificate for that training for only $125. Both of those go on sale, 9 o'clock sharp. It's really easy to get to. KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deals link. All right, to the uh, news story, breaking news that we had uh, for you earlier this morning. Kevin Spacey, kind of surprised to me, uh, found not guilty on all sexual charges assault. of sexual assault charges. The actor had pled not guilty to all charges, which included sexual assaults and related to allegations by four men going back two decades. Um, Kevin Spacey was found not guilty of the sexual offenses against uh, four men by the jury in London early this morning. This just happened a little while ago. The uh, case has been running for almost four weeks in the uh, British capital. Spacey, 64, and all four of his accusers uh, testified in court. The actor had pled not guilty to all nine charges which included sexual assault related to allegations by the four men going back, as I mentioned, um, almost 20 years. The jury of three women and nine men had been unable to reach a verdict Monday afternoon after retiring to begin their deliberations, adjourning at the end of day and returning uh, Tuesday and Wednesday morning during the trial. Prosecutor Christine Agnew uh, characterized Spacey as a sexual bully who aggressively Mm. grabbed men by the crotch and delights in making others feeling powerless and uncomfortable, unquote. Found not guilty. Do you know Kevin's brother? 
Yes, he is. Randy, Randy Fowler. He's actually I've ridden in his uh, limo yeah. limos a few times. He's the guy that he looks quite a bit like Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. People say he's a Rod Stewart impersonator. I don't think so. I think he just looks like no, Rod yeah, Stewart. I, I, he dressed very flamboyantly yeah. for when he he drove. Like his tuxedo that he wear. Most people would wear just you know a plain black tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it had it had frills. It was pink sometimes, red sometimes. Um, but that was the uniform. I don't think he was trying to be a Rod Stewart impersonator but, but either. Th- but that's interesting. I mean, he is Kevin Spacey's only brother. I mean, he mm-hmm. only had one sibling. And However, they are estranged. That's true. They, yeah, they're they, not, not close they, at all. They do not talk to one another. What will be interesting here, will Kevin Spacey work again? I mean, he's Good only question. he's only sixty four, and well, he you know he, he got, is a fantastic actor. He, he got dropped from a lot of projects right when these allegations yeah. came out, including yeah. that movie. Uh, what was it? All the money in the world. He was playing uh, J. Paul Getty uh, when J. Paul Getty's grandson was uh, kidnapped, and they yeah they replaced even, him. Even though I mean he basically had already finished the movie, yep. and then they replaced him. They reshot all the scenes with Christopher Plummer, and Christopher Plummer got nominated for an Oscar. They also killed him off um, the uh, House of Cards. House of Cards right. miniseries. He played president third season. Uh, the charges came out. They killed him off as president. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he he lost quite a bit of money over this. Like I said, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I was watching. Uh, I've seen it many times in, in the past, but it had been a long time since I'd seen American Beauty, mm-hmm. and was watching it. And after I got done watching it the other night, I was like, God, I miss that guy. That guy was such a fantastic actor. Um, I've liked him in in so so usual, many different things. He's acted with suspects. Aaron Paul before. Yeah, uh, in K Pax. Yeah, uh, just at the end. But you, there he was. But there he was. Um, yeah. It uh, let's see. usual suspects. Usual he was suspects. Fantastic. In. Right, and he won the Oscar for it. Yeah. Um, and, so it'll uh, be interesting to see if he does indeed, after being found not guilty, get work again. What else? Uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. He was good in that. He was, yeah. he was, he, he was subdued in, in that, but but very good. Yeah. Even K-Pax, who was, you know, the movie was kind of out there. It was a very good movie, and he had a great part. I, I mean, he was a guy, basically, who thought he was an alien uh, from outer space. And, and at the and end of the movie, like it, you go, man, maybe he was. He thought he, he thought, well, he <laughs> thought he was from the uh, planet K-Pax, but I, I loved it when he said, uh, you know, it's it's worth the trip to Earth just for your produce. It's you know, just so wonderful. <laughs> or whatever he said, exactly. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Need to uh, take a break, get a final check on uh, traffic and weather. Phone lines are open if you want to participate in the show. Easy to get through. Also, 1-800-529-5264. It's toll-free from wherever you may be listening. If you have a Verizon wireless phone, easy to. Just hit pound 670. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, some emails uh, to get to, conversation uh, that we've been having off and on this morning. People still weighing in on the uh, Ammon Bundy court decision uh, earlier this week 52 million dollars between all the defendants Ammon Bundy himself 6.2 million dollars compensatory and punitive uh, damages together or 12 million dollars um, Jill writes in St. Luke's is destroying Bundy question mark ha the man could have easily contacted uh, the lawyer directly and settled he created this mess now is crying because of people he decided to strong arm, weren't going to just let him play outside the law. The sheriff wouldn't even serve him. Of course, Bundy thought he could get away with this crap again. Good for St. Luke's. 
It's weird that there's nobody in the middle here. You're either on one side <laughs> or or the other. JM says uh, on what we were talking about a second ago, Morning Spacey also played one of the virus scientists in Outbreak. I think his best role was in House of Cards, though. So mad when they killed him off. Yeah, I loved him in that, too. That season three sucked because he wasn't in it. <laughs> Um, text message in, they, uh, right in, I appreciated your, uh, last knowledgeable caller. I think she's talking about Lee Joe and the details of what happened with Ammon Buddy. It really sh- sheds some light on, uh, CPS. This is scary. Um, another person on the other side of that says, sorry, Lee Joe, their ambulances were turned away from St. Luke's because of the protest, plainly visible. And no matter how good your reasons, you don't have the right to put other lives, uh, in danger. And I and I will say this kind of in in reading that that email, it, it kind of reminds me of the complaints you get from people when it has to do with free speech. You have the right to free speech. That you can say whatever you want. You don't, however, have the right to free yeah. speech, and there are well, no would, repercussions. It, it would be like if you cussed somebody out on on a on a city street, and the guy came up and hit you in the face. And you you said you can't hit me in the face. I have uh, you know the right to free speech. Well, okay, you do have the right to free speech. You got to say what you wanted. You can say what you want, and the government can't do anything to you. But if you offend somebody, you probably should duck. And it's like the protest. I mean, if you have a protest, say say you go, I have the right to protest. It's my constitutional right as long as I'm not on private property. So I'm going to protest in the middle of this state roadway which is not private property i have the right to do that but if you cause an accident because somebody's trying to swerve to miss you and they kill somebody well guess what yeah you still had the right to be able to you know protest you protested but there are repercussions to your to your protest and i and i know that's you know kind of a you know far out way to look at it but i i as I was reading that email, it's like, okay, this is similar to the argument. It's like, yeah, everybody has the right to free like speech. Guys, I can say whatever I want. Those yeah, guys in Los Angeles. Yeah, I accidentally hit one of those protesters. Were you swerving to avoid him? Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> um, Jan in Boise says, uh, bottom line, how much did the baby weigh when the baby was taken away? How much did the baby weigh when the mother got the baby back? And what disease, that makes me want ribs. Uh, and uh, what stop it. What disease is it where the baby cannot have anything but its own mom's milk? There is a center in Boise who has available donated mother's milk. That's from Jan in Boise. I don't know the name of the, uh, the condition, but it uh, apparently does exist. James in Garden City says, so what is Ammon Bundy's relationship to the child? What was his relationship with the Malheur ranchers? Does he see himself as some sort of vigilante hero? He was friends with uh, Diego, uh, what's it, Diego's last name? Uh, I forget off the top of my head. California. Um, but he was friends with him, who was the grandfather of baby Cyrus. Okay. So that, that I mean, that is another question. It's like, um, I mean, he was just friends. I, I don't use that term just lightly. Um, you know, this wasn't his own family that this was happening to. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess he felt like... Um, he needed help in this particular situation. Uh, Richard uh, writes in, Mike, because of my job, I was in and out of St. Luke several times during those protests. The protesters didn't bother me at all. I'm not pro either side in this situation. I just happened to be there. I think the judgment amount is so overblown, an amount no one involved could ever possibly pay. It might as well have been a billion dollars. 
it does show how the legal system can be used as a weapon. And we kind of talked about that, too. It's like, you know, when you have 52, it, it, I mean, how are you going to get that money from them? I mean, even if you take all the, right. all Ammon Bundy's property, he, he had said this, he, he, it's still not going to cover the $12 million. Yeah, and, and by the way, that won't be the easiest thing to do anyway. Um, need to take a break. Uh, just want to remind you, final chance. You have about a minute left. Do you want train tickets? Text the word train, 208-336-3700. We'll pick a winner here in just a second. Also, all on the way here in just a couple minutes. Uh, it's Wednesday, but we have sweet deals today. Two of them, Positive Pets Dog Training, $250 value for only $125. If you want to take advantage of that, you can. And Land Ocean Gift Certificate. I know it's Wednesday, but we have special sweet deals going on this morning. As a matter of fact, right now at 9 o'clock. Be a part of the show at 33 3- 3700 or toll free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 905. Good morning. Thanks for listening in. It is uh, 73 degrees in downtown Boise, a final hour of the show. Uh, by the way, you signed up for train tickets. Uh, I have sent out a message. Haven't heard back from the winner as of yet. Um, but I uh, need name, address, all that stuff. So I've sent out the text message. If you signed up here uh, sometime in the last hour, check your text messages because uh, I am looking for a uh, winner. By the way, uh, Sweet Deals. We have a special edition of Sweet Deals going on right now. I know it's Wednesday, but we have Wednesday Sweet Deals for the first time ever because uh, they are so awesome. Uh, and we have so many Sweet Deals. We'll have another Sweet Deal coming up Friday. But right now, Land Ocean Gift Certificate, uh, 50% off. Fantastic food. Uh, they have a uh, happy hour that actually lasts three hours long, Monday through Friday. Uh, $50 gift certificate for 25 bucks. If you hurry, you can still get in on that. This Usually it's sold out by now. But there are 44 left if you yeah. want to take advantage of that right now. Positive Pets Dog Training, uh, they're getting low on that. Um, as of right now, um, there are 15 left. $250 gift certificate for training, either uh, group training, you can get private training uh, for only $125. But right now, it's easy to do. You just go to KBOI.com, click on the uh, Sweet Deal link, and uh, take advantage right now. Um, and they're good until and they're gone. Once they're All gone, right. that's it. Cool. There's also another sweet deal coming up Friday. By the way, I'll tell you about um, Euroshack. Thanks to the Euroshack for bringing in um, lunch yesterday. I think all of our places that we do food deals should have to bring in lunch to us when we do it. Like, <laughs> we should get Land Ocean. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I, it's a great I, idea, right? I also agree. I'm not sure they'd be so keen, but yeah. <laughs> Um, Wayne, uh, back to some more emails uh, this morning here, just real quickly. Says, uh, or this one, no name, on, or Mikey. There he goes. Mikey wrote this one and says, uh, Your pal Ammon Bundy accused St. Luke's of child trafficking. Um, that's a lie in response to doctors' efforts to save a mal- malnutritious child. He brought armed protesters to the hospital. Um, I don't remember armed protesters being there. Um, I wasn't there, though, causing a lockdown and putting patients at further harm. In addition, good old Ammon was quite a record that you ignore. He took up arms against the government when his father refused to pay uh, grazing fees that he owed. Um, By the way, no charges in that. Um, He took up arms again because he upset with sentences received by two Oregon ranchers who set fires on federal lands. Um, And 
we've talked about this in the past. He was found not guilty. So you're you're also not <laughs> quite um, getting some of these charges. Uh, during the pandemic, he forced public meetings to shut down and was ahead of a mob that broke the door at the state capitol. All these acts undermine the rule of law. However, others like you on the far right are behind him, like the Idaho Freedom Foundation that endorsed, endorsed Bundy's run for governor. Now it appears you support him with uh, fawning hour-long interview. Uh, Mikey, um, thanks for writing in. And, you know, I'll just say uh, you're an idiot. Um, I'm not a pal of Ammon Bundy. And the reason he was on an hour-long interview with us is because it's called news. Look it up. And it wasn't a fawning hour-long interview. It was about 40 minutes. Yeah, not, and not even a little bit of fawning. So um, thanks for the uh, input, Mikey. Um, take off your rose-colored glasses. Wayne writes in, uh, this is just a short note to thank you and Chris for a fine show that you put on every morning. Generally informative, entertaining, and honest. Appreciated that you called John on the carpet last hour. During the normal ramblings of the left, he made statements that were categorically not true, and you guys, you guys pointed that out. Thanks for listening every morning. We appreciate it, and thanks for the kind words. Jan in Boise says, me again. The baby was not even in that St. Luke's, Hos- or St. Luke's Hospital. Political ploy for Bundy running for governor. Publicity is publicity. Mike. However, it did not work. Mike in Boise, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Uh, you're welcome. So I'm just going to springboard over what was just said in the email. And then I do appreciate you calling John the carpet as well. I do want to point something out that the person calling Trump and Ammon a liar uh, lied this morning. And here's why. So I don't know if you noticed, but he said he's in the hospital. He said this morning he had his left kidney removed. I won't talk about what's involved with left kidneys getting removed. But I listened to the podcast because my recollection from yesterday was that he had his stomach removed or serious stomach surgery. So I went back to the podcast to verify that is, in fact, undisputable on your audio podcast what he said yesterday. So who's the liar here? I, uh, so I call into question whether it's even in the hospital, and I'll make a comment. I was at the protest. It was not loud. There's no drum beating. There's no you know bullhorns blaring and blaring. And the hospital, especially for germ reasons, like any other modern building, has an HVAC system. You don't open the windows. So you don't get that noise coming up from the traffic uh, on the street, much less what was happening from the protest into the rooms where where people are recovering from removed kidneys or stomachs uh, such that it's going to be disturbing their healing. That wasn't the case. It doesn't happen. You don't hear that road noise uh, out when you're inside the hospital. And that wasn't, uh, that wasn't occurring. It wasn't loud. So I want to make sure that's understood as everybody was, is talking or seems to be accepting uh, the assertion that it disturbed patients and shut down operations inside. And as Lee Joe said, no, it was just on the sidewalk. Everybody was allowed to turn right into the hospital. There was no disruption of services except for the newsworthiness and the suitworthiness of St. Luke's. And the other clarification, I made this point the other day, they are for profit. It's just they don't have handout dividends. They get the tax write-offs for that categorization, which comes from the IRS. But they definitely make a, par- a profit, as I mentioned yesterday, $8.5 million to the CEO. And Holland and Hart, unless somebody wants to correct me and tell me they're working pro bono, they're getting paid 
by St. Luke's, and they're and they're part of the tax write-off. So all this money is go like can go into patient care is paying them off, and it seems to be an endless bucket. Well, my so, my guess is, and I'm not an attorney; I only play one on the radio from time to time. My guess is they're getting a percentage of whatever they uh, get from the lawsuit, right? That's usually the way it works. But that's usually the way it works. If somebody wants to say that they're not doing that, or fine, let's say not pro bono. Let's just say they're taking this on because they get that percentage. So, so I'll stand corrected that way, that they're taking this on because they're going to get a percentage of the $52 million or whatever they, they collect. But, but the point is, is um, there's profit here. They're like any other corporation. Let's not sanctify them that they're just this great charitable organization providing health care. They do good services. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. But this whole, they're, they're still a corporation. Not all corporations are evil. You know, they can yeah. deliver a good product. That's okay. All right. Thank you for the call, Mike. Uh, appreciate it. Larry has written in. Larry says, Hunter Biden's fate is in the hands of a Trump-appointed prosecutor and a Trump-appointed judge. How unfair, considering Trump only appoints the best people. Some of that was probably tongue-in-cheek, but I don't know whether it was the first part or the last part. <laughs> Could have been all of it. I, I, I tend to think maybe all of it. Uh, Spinner, Boise, you're on News Talk. KBOI, good morning to you. So, gentlemen, I believe, in my personal opinion, I think Ammon ran off of his emotions. I believe there's there's what you know and there's what you can prove in court. Okay, I wholeheartedly would love to be able to have trail justice, but we're just not in that era. We're we're not. There's there's black and white in just the way it is. Okay, you got St. Luke's that declares himself as a 5013C nonprofit organization. I've been very fortunate, gentlemen, to work in search and rescue in a lot of first responder uh, situations from Coeur d'Alene down to southern Idaho to many different counties. Okay, When you call in a chopper, you have to typically go in through what's called state comm. Okay, state comm, no matter what, goes to either St. Luke's, any sort of profitable chopper emergency services. Okay, now we have a beautiful organization right out of Gallon that has some of the most trained, technical, most experienced chopper pilots and most, I, I can't say it, but just bad to the bone people that ever walked the face of the earth. Okay, we just recently got done with a, a chopper training with them, and I asked them, I said, hey, why don't you guys come, come, come out to more of our calls? Because St. Luke's gets priority. Okay, St. Alphonsus gets priority. That's disgusting. They're putting numbers on people's lives. Okay, I've done multiple jack and rolls. Okay, a jack and rolls where you lift a heavy piece of equipment, such as a, a CAT scan. Okay, that piece of equipment pays for itself within like the first week, but they're still charging six to seven thousand dollars. I mean, there's, I'm right down the middle. Okay, Ammon, I'm sorry, bud, you did it the wrong way. Okay, St. Luke's, if they shouldn't be allowed to have saint in their name, they do not care about treatment. Okay, you do not make money off of curing people. You make money off of treating people. When you segregate your nurses and your staff during COVID, and they have to wear little badges saying, hey, I'm not vaccinated. That's segregation. When they're giving people in their hospital that don't openly state that they had the vaccine, rendezvous, when the nurses call it run depth is near, it is disgusting. 
Okay, both people, both organizations are at fault. There's a right way and a wrong way. This isn't the 1800s where you can just sling out and make it happen. And the Lord knows it needs to happen. There's a many swamp monster, just garbage munching window lickers that need to get taken out. But we got to do this the right way. All right. I, I, if, wrong. if they're if they're both wrong, um, you know, make sign me up for being wrong and win fifty two million dollars if. If, if I'm going to be wrong, I, I would like to That's be wrong right and get $52 million. There's black and white in the way it is. What you know and what you can prove in court. Yep. Are, no, we've said it, that on this show works. lots of times. It's, it, it's like it's not what you know. It's not what you can prove. It's what you can prove in court. Thanks for the and call. Please, please excuse me, guys. I'm very, that was just, it's, it's frustrating. I, I'm sorry I, I, can, I can tell. I can tell. He, Thank he, you for the call. He, Appreciate he, it. He paints an interesting visual picture. Especially the part about the window lickers, but there, you know, there were several <laughs> things in there. Um, 208-336-3700, pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Need to take a break. If you're on the phone right now, stay right where you're at. I promise we're going to get to you. Just have to take a break here. Um, we'll get to more of your phone calls and emails coming up tonight at ten. It's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, a couple of record-keeping things to uh, get out of the way here first before we get back to some of your phone calls and emails. First of all, congratulations going out to A.A. Ron uh, James of Caldwell. A.A. Ron picked up a pair of tickets to uh, see Train tomorrow night, Fort Idaho Center. Congratulations. So his name is Aaron, right? No, it's spelled A-A-R-O-N. That's A-A-Ron, right? It is on Saturday Night Live, yeah. (laughs) No, it's Key and Peel, remember? Not right. Saturday Night Live. Key and Peel, yeah. I thought that was Saturday Night Live. No. Um, Key and Peel. One of the funniest skits ever. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was Keenan Thompson. One more chance for you to pick up uh, your train tickets. That'll be tomorrow morning. Now, keep in mind the concert is tomorrow night, but you have one more chance tomorrow morning to be listening in. Also, if you want your sweet deal, I know this is a special Wednesday edition of KBOI Sweet Deals. There are 15 Land Ocean gift certificates. These will be gone here probably within the next few minutes. And there are 15 Positive Pets dog training gift certificates. Positive Pets, $250 value for only $125. And the Land Ocean, $50 for only $25. Take advantage now. Go to KBOI.com. Click on the Sweet Deal link. Ben from uh, Washington. Are you talking Washington State or Washington, D.C. here this morning? State. State, okay. Washington State. All right. Uh, you wanted yeah. to uh, weigh in yeah, this morning? I was there. I was in the hospital way up high. I got just got my stomach completely rebuilt. And I was in a lot of pain. And I couldn't sleep because was, I could hear them idiots driving around honking their horns. They were on blow horns. They were making all kinds of rackets. So whatever that moron was that I heard on earlier said that you can't hear anything on there is a complete moron. I heard everything. And I feel like I should file a lawsuit against them for pain and suffering. Well, I, I guess nothing stops you. I, you, you, can. you can. You can sue anybody for anything, I guess, right? Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. But I'm just saying that guy was a complete moron that was stating that, that you couldn't hear what was going on inside there. Okay. Trust me. Good. All right. Thank you, know, you. And when I left, I almost got in a fight with one of the dudes outside waiting for my ride to pick me up. They were sitting there freaking raising hell. Mm. That would have been bad because you had just had surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, just getting out, of, you know, getting out of the hospital, you feel a little feisty, you know? Kevin and Caldwell, um, uh, another subject. It's about time we get on to some different subject this morning. You wanted to talk about uh, Hunter Biden, who, by the way, 
is in court right at this moment, awaiting to find out if the judge is going to agree to the plea deal between the prosecutor and the defense. Yeah, I sent you an email yesterday about um, about him and Bundy about how corrupt I think the court system is, having been in, you know, experienced that myself. And you didn't get time to read it, and that's fine. But uh, today, this thing with Hunter Biden will tell you a lot about our legal system because, I mean, he's getting away with a plea deal that none of us would ever get if he gets away with it. But I just wanted to add on the fact I sent you a story last night about what happened at the 11th hour yesterday. Hunter Biden, uh, let's first say the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee sent the judge to be part of that record, the 448 pages of whistleblower testimony regarding the tax um, violations. Mm -hmm. And shortly thereafter, somebody who worked for Hunter Biden's attorneys called in pretending to be one of the staff of the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee and said, we need to pull this from the record. And the court did it. And then they found out later because the the chairman came back and said, no, we didn't do this. You put that back in there. Anyhow, so we have a bunch of lawyers who impersonated somebody, which I would think if you did that in a legal act, you'd be disbarred. This should be all over the news. and Nobody's talking about it. You you, you heard what they they said, didn't you? The attorney said, oh, it was just accidental miscommunication. Yeah. Um, no, I, this, this, I'll tell you what. To impersonate, I mean, me, an individual, they should be disbarred. But to reverse the act of a member of Congress who we elect, who's duly elected, I mean, there should be a huge stink about this. These people should be done. They should be in prison, disbarred. And uh, Hunter Biden's plea deal ought to be completely in the tank. So if this thing goes through today... And he gets approved, and Trump's still being in charge, and Bundy's got this. I tell you, our legal system's a mess, and it needs to be it needs to be overthrown, just like the FBI. So we'll see. All right, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate the call. You bet. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Need to take a break. News coming up here next. When we come back, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Um, talk about uh, another court case that happened yesterday with a. Uh, I don't know if this person still lives in Idaho or not. They were from Idaho, but a federal judge yesterday vacated a previous conviction for this person. When we come back, we'll talk about it. Um, For those of you who, especially veterans or members of the military, I want to get your take on this and what you think about this overturned conviction when we come back on News Talk KBOI. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. The name we haven't heard in a little while, Bo Bergdahl. His military conviction of desertion has been vacated. The Haley, Idaho native and former U.S. Army soldier left his post in Afghanistan back in 2009. Bergdahl says he was trying to get outside his post to report poor leadership within his unit, but the Taliban caught and held him captive, torturing him for nearly five years. He was let go in a prisoner swap. Bergdahl pleaded guilty in 2017, but got no prison time and was dishonorably discharged. A federal judge vacating the conviction because the judge presiding over Bergdahl's court-martial applied to a job creating a possible conflict of interest at the time. By the way, the uh, job 
that he was applying for uh, was in the Trump administration. And in case you don't remember, um, Trump wanted Bergdahl to go to prison for a very long time, um, strongly criticized Bergdahl during the 26 presidential or 2016 presidential uh, campaign. So officially, the uh, conviction was uh, overturned yeah. yesterday. Or thrown out or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, Bergdahl, you remember? Haley, Idaho. You said you uh, looked, couldn't find out. I, I couldn't find out whether he's living in Haley right now. In, in fact, the last uh, I could find about him was from several years ago until today. And it uh, said, at some point, it said, well, Haley will still be his hometown. And then somebody else said, well, he's going to work on some fort in Texas. But there's not there. There's no new update. Bergdahl was charged with desertion and misbehavior before the enemy. After uh, he left his post in Afghanistan, as you heard there back in 2009, he said he was trying to get outside his post so he could report what he saw about poor leadership within his unit. But when he left his post, he was abducted by the Taliban, held captive for nearly five years. During that time, uh, he repeatedly tortured and beaten with copper wires, rubber hoses, and rifle butts. After several escape attempts, he was then imprisoned in a small cage for the next four years until the U.S. worked out a deal. Prisoner swap with five Taliban leaders who were being held at Guantanamo Bay and uh, swapped for Bergdahl. Both Trump and John McCain called for Bergdahl to face severe punishment. They were critical of the prisoner prisoner swap. Prosecutors at his court-martial sought 14 years in prison, but he was given no time after he submitted evidence of the torture he suffered while in Taliban custody. He was dishonorably discharged in order to forfeit $10,000 in pay. His conviction and sentence had been narrowly upheld by military appeals courts before his lawyers took the case the U.S. District Court, resulting in uh, Tuesday's overturning of that ruling. Did they uh, know what they were doing? (laughs) Even even the um, military judge, Jeffrey Nance, who Mm -hmm. presided over the court-martial, he was the one that failed to disclose that he had applied to the executive branch for a job as an immigration judge. Um, this is the charge of creating a potential um, conflict of interest. Um, even he said that he could see a reasonable person could question the the impartial uh, impartiality under the circumstances. He said he wasn't, you know, partial, but he could see a reasonable person questioning it. Okay. So that's even even the judge that made the decision. You know, when you when you're sitting there, if you think about this, if you're trying to impress what could be your future boss, not only your future boss, but you're trying to impress that person to hire you for this job, which, by the way, he did get hired for in the Trump administration. Yeah, then it, you it, can see how that looks. It, it could at least it, it could at least look like it's going to affect the way you act. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel says, uh, interesting show today. Where do people that call get all the time to stress, complain, and worry about people they don't know and things that will never affect them? Well, we search um, for that answer daily, and um, some days we find it and some days we don't. Daniel, shut up. We wouldn't have a show. Part of our show would go away if we didn't have those people.
You be quiet when you talk to us. Um, he sounded like uh, uh, William William Shatner on Saturday Night Live about forty years ago when he was talking to convention at Trekkies, and he says, "Get a life." <laughs> he says, "How many of you have ever kissed a girl? Move, move out of your parents' basements." And then they were getting after him, going, "You shouldn't make fun of those people. They're making a ton yeah, of money for you." For you, uh, James um, says. St. Luke's profits are reinvested in new equipment and expanding services from St. Luke's website. What does St. Luke's do with the income it generates? It's if uh, revenues exceed expenses, resulting in a financial surplus, 100% is retained and reinvested back into the organization to support our mission in the form of physical assets programs and services for the communities we serve the the guy that that has called in a few times has said that uh they do uh make a profit and that they share the profits that's how the ceo gets so wealthy but i don't think the ceo gets bonuses based on how much money they make i no, think the I ceo think so. just makes yeah. a, a ceo type salary to start with uh this one's not signed it says trump and bundy are very similar, but in a good way, the way I see it, they are both trying to show the clueless citizens of this country how corrupt our government is. They are sacrificing their own lives and money to point it out. This is what I see. I have no idea why others won't accept this fact. Everything else is irrelevant as far as the little things they are doing in an attempt to get we the people's attention. If nothing else is said about either of them, can we at least agree on the corruption? And my guess on that would be no. Um, text message in on the Bo Bergdahl thing. I would especially love to hear from you if you're a member of the military or a veteran. Because this this particular details of this case, you know, it, it, for those of you who have served, uh, for those of you who, you know, especially have served in locations like Bo Bergdahl did, where he was abducted by the Taliban. Um, I mean, he did leave his post. He did leave his post so that he could, as he claims, complain uh, about leadership within Mm -hmm. his unit. That's not an easy thing to do, but apparently there are uh, methods by which you can do that without necessarily walking away from anything. That's the complaint that some people have. So if you're a veteran or, or a member of the military, I especially want to hear from you. Uh, are you okay with this? The uh, vacating of uh, his conviction from a few years ago. Um, this one writes in, I am upset Bo Bergdahl's desertion conviction was overturned. What a slap in the face to the men who died trying to find him. Um, that is another thing. There were men who died as they were trying to find and, and bring him home. Bo Bergdahl came home alive, but some of the people who were trying to get him back did end up getting killed. John writes in, he says, thank you for kissing him and Bundy's ring, or uh, he, I'll, I'll, Go ahead I'll and say it. or ask, <laughs> for an hour yesterday, it exposed your knack for taking your station down to your rival talk radio station's level. Ammon Bundy is a disgrace to Idaho. Stop supporting him or you will become one too. Uh, supporting him yeah, I don't, I don't un- is understand. not the same thing as interviewing him. Yeah, I don't understand how you think we're supporting him. Somebody wrote in and said, well, it's a news story. Somebody wrote in and said, uh, well, can anybody who's been convicted, you know, 
accused of a crime or, or sued, can anybody come in and plead their case? And it was like, well, yeah, we have open phones days, and and yes, you can if you want. I mean, this this story affected a lot of people, not just the people who end up having to pay the $52 million that um, they were found liable for in the civil suit. Um, you've had people, and we've heard people here this morning who have called in who were in the hospital at the time. Um, of course, St. Luke's um, is the, I think it, isn't it the largest employer in the state of Idaho? I think, if not the after, largest, it's one probably of... Probably after the government. Yeah, yeah it, it's one of the largest employers. So this, I mean, it's a news story. Uh, I'm sorry you don't like Ammon Bundy, and that's perfectly fine. But this is a news story, and we are a news talk radio station. This is something we're going to talk about. And we're not the only ones. Um, in case you didn't pay attention, every news organization in the state of Idaho talked about it this week. We get a lot of short notes that, sent, that say something to the effect of, uh, how dare you not silence the people with whom I do not agree. Another uh, text message in, this one having to do with... Uh, Bo Bergdahl again says the fellows who were in Bergdahl's unit don't support Bo's accounting of his just walking off the perimeter. Not one single man who was in his unit supports that. Once again, I'm not. I wasn't there. Chris wasn't there. Um, we can only go by but those who do you know, say. Those who do say he did more than that point out that he was way off the perimeter. Yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your uh, Verizon wireless. Um, we had received a call a little while ago talking about like a Hunter Biden plea deal. Uh, apparently, we're reading, I'm reading this off CNN right now, and their cryon says Hunter Biden plea deal in jeopardy. Um, I don't know what that has to do with as of right now. I did think that the fact that he has been in court now for coming up on two hours seems a little weird because he was just going to court to basically the judge was, you know, supposedly supposed to just agree to the deal that they had put together. So already I was starting to go, okay, why are they in court so long if this is just kind of a rubber stamp thing? Um, but I, like I said, I, I'm watching this right now in real time, uh, breaking news on CNN. I don't know the details of the story. I'm sure we're going to get this at news at the top of the hour. Um, but it, the, the uh, headline says Hunter Biden plea deal in jeopardy. I don't know why that um, is, um, what, what the deal is in jeopardy over. Here's what the latest I found. It says that, uh, Hunter Biden, the troubled second son of the president, has not pleaded guilty Wednesday to two federal misdemeanor counts for failing to pay taxes in 2017 and 2018, as was expected as part of a deal reached with prosecutors after a disagreement arose about a separate gun charge. It wasn't clear if a deal couldn't still be reached on Wednesday as lawyers huddled to see if a delay until early September would be needed. U.S. District Judge Mary Ellen Noreka appointed by Donald Trump, pressed about the terms of the deal that was struck with U.S. Attorney David Weiss of Delaware, another Trump appointee who was kept on by President Joe Biden to oversee the case. There were questions about whether the gun charge was tied to the plea deal. Norica asked if there were more serious charges that could still be brought, and the prosecutors and Hunter Biden's lawyer both said there were not. 
Noreka later asked if the investigation was ongoing, to which Weiss responded that it was, but said he could not share any further details. In outlining the charges, Weiss's office said in an earlier statement that Hunter Biden received taxable income in excess of $1.5 million annually in calendar years 2017 and 2018. Despite owing in excess of $100,000 in federal income taxes each year, he did not pay the income tax due for either year. The original deal included that prosecutors would recommend probation for the tax violations, while a separate felony gun charge would be dropped if Biden met certain conditions laid out in court. The terms of Hunter Biden's sentencing will be decided at a later date. We'll take a break. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Want to weigh in on the Bo Bergdahl dropping of the uh, charges, or not charges, the conviction has been vacated. You can talk about that. Or uh, the Hunter Biden plea deal, sounding like it's in jeopardy. We've got uh, one more segment on the way, final chance to get through. 208-336-3700. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, looks like uh, we'll be keeping up on the Hunter Biden plea deal, which looks like it could be in uh, jeopardy. More details will be coming up on that. Nate Shelman could be talking about that this afternoon uh, as more of that news comes in today. Um, I I just want to say, you know, because we've gotten some people saying, you have both sides of this, people saying he's getting a sweetheart deal, not having to serve any time in prison, and other people saying, no, this happens all the time. And, and, And I would say, you know, if it happens all the time, Tell that to some of the celebrities who have spent time in prison for less than what Hunter Biden is. It was supposedly get. I mean, Pete Rose spent five months in jail for failing to report earnings from gambling winnings and income selling uh, memorabilia. Wesley Snipes, you remember, spent three years in prison for not paying the IRS three million worth of taxes. Uh, by the way, Hunter Biden owed a uh, little over three million dollars. So. If Wesley Seid had three years, he made three million dollars. He owed about two hundred thousand. Oh, was it yeah. one point five million uh, each of the year? I couldn't remember if it was one, he made one point five million or owed one point five. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Hill, singer of "Killing Me Softly," that big hit, um, ended up going to uh, prison, owing roughly one million dollar income yeah. earned or on one million dollars in earned income. Um, she okay. sent, spent three months in prison, and that's less money uh, earned income than. Um, Hunter Biden had it's the Fuji's version of the the song was Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. I mean, Roberta Flack had the original. Yeah, yeah so. uh, Ja Rule, twenty eight months in prison for uh, failing to pay more than three million he earned uh, in uh, taxes. Fat Joe, the rapper, four months in prison after pleading guilty to two counts of failing to file taxes uh, for owing more than three million in income. That's about the closest one that you come. He had three million in income. Hunter Biden, about $3 million in income that he didn't file taxes on. Yeah. And Fat Joe spent uh, four months in prison. So maybe maybe Hunter should have got four months in prison to be everything being equal. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Tom from Emmett, good morning. You're on News Talk KBI. I got just about a minute here. Okay, yeah, I am a Navy Vietnam veteran, and I think it's outrageous what happened when a civilian judge doesn't know anything about what he's talking about. Let Bo Bergdahl go free. He can now apply for VA benefits, and men died trying to find this sucker. Uh, I'm just outraged. Now, can, here's and I and I don't know, but since you're a veteran, maybe you, you can tell me: Can he still 
apply for VA uh, benefits because he was dishonorably discharged. That does not change. It's been vacated, so I would imagine he can. Well, the conviction has been vacated, but the dishonorable discharge still stands. Uh, it won't take long for a shyster lawyer to get that overturned. Okay. And I, I didn't know. I, I, if you're dishonorably discharged, I didn't know whether or not you still can get military benefits. No, no, you can't. Okay. Uh, technically, you lose your citizenship and everything if you're dishonorably discharged, or at least it used to be. <laughs> Vietnam, that was, that was a long time ago. So you're upset with the overturning of the conviction? Definitely. Men died trying to find that deserting. I'll keep it clean. Easy, easy. We're on a radio station here. Yes, I understand. Okay, don't don't make me use the dump button. It's been a long time since I've had to. All right. <laughs> okay, thank, I'll try to be good. Thank you, Tom. My wife's listening. My wife's <laughs> listening too, so I got to be good. You have you have a button? Okay, <laughs> What's that? Oh, nothing. I think I misunderstood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a button. It's not for the same dump that I think you thought I was talking about. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm. Uh, another text message. No name on uh, this one. Talking about uh, Ammon Bundy again. Um, says that Ammon Bundy and Donald Trump stand for up for constitutional rights, our democracy. And what I don't understand is why people don't want to stand up for their constitutional rights or their democracy. That's what Ammon Bundy and Donald Trump do. A lot of people don't think they have a point. There are people who disagree with them. Not just the way they did it, but disagree with them altogether. Not not everybody thinks the government is corrupt. Yeah, that's about it uh, for today. Um, it looks like we might be talking about the Hunter uh, Biden plea deal coming up here tomorrow morning. Like I said, uh, it looks like it could be in jeopardy this morning. Still in court. Uh, final chance, by the way. The uh, gift certificates for um, one of the sweet deals is gone, but one's still there. If you want to check that out, kboi.com. Click on the sweet deal link. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.